I, I had my head down, I put the stuff on, and I looked up and said, man, this Andrew bringing That's awesome. What a great, great night to be here. I, I'm just already excited. Now, y'all know I didn't feel the best in the world this morning. And don't feel the best tonight, but, you know, in, in ministry, there's a lot of dark days, just like everybody else's jobs and things like that. But tonight, tonight's the, the dessert. Tonight's the cream. Tonight's the, the fun part of the ministry. And being able to sit over there with 11 smiling, newborn faces Amen. who are being obedient to the Lord's command, don't get any better than and to have them from eight years old on up, to have family, to have brothers and sisters, to, uh, it's just, church, this is not happening everywhere. It ought to be. But what a joy. And family, for those of you who are here supporting them, I, I, I applaud you. And thank God for your support of your family member tonight. And I just believe, we take sports pictures, we take wedding pictures, we take pictures just to be taking pictures. And we put them up everywhere. There is nothing more important besides salvation in a believer's life than the first step of obedience to the Lord in believer's baptism. So, don't feel like you got to sit back there and hide and try to worry about flashes or anything. Get up. Come down front. Be close. Be right there and be a part of the baptism. You're not going to affect me a bit. I'm still going to dunk them, and uh, you're still going to be baptized. So we invite you to be part of it and to, to really enjoy uh, the baptism of our brother and sister in Christ. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and just thank God for Jesus. Amen? Amen. Jesus, we love you. We thank you that you lowered yourself even below the angels, to be born of flesh and blood, yet a virgin. To live and be tempted, yet to never sin. To go to a cruel cross, to die for sin, but not yours. To die for our sin, and the sins of mankind. And was buried in a borrowed tomb, but thank God it was because you wouldn't need it long. You rose again for an hour's life. And for these 11 who will be baptized in just a moment, we rejoice with them. And their profession of faith in front of these witnesses, that you have forever changed their life. God, we're grateful. We didn't do it. There's nothing we did that could even come close. They didn't do it. So we love you for what you have done and for what you're going to do. Thank you for this choir that's worked and prepared these wonderful songs. I pray you bless them. Bless in our Lord's Supper after the baptism. And may everything we do make much of Jesus. This is our prayer in His name. And in His name alone do we pray. Amen.
Bom dia, eu sou o Sol. I uh, got a little head of the game. He got us out here a little early, but it was a good photo walk. But I said, Lady, you hear that song, Child of Your Love? I said, Who loves it? She said, God. What a great testimony. God loves us so much that His Son did what for us? Son. He died for you. Did you ask Him to forgive you? He did, didn't he? Lady just called this week and she said, I've been saved, but I want to be baptized too. And so we're so proud of her courage. In obedience to the great command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and upon your profession of faith in Him, my sister, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.
in obedience to the great command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and upon your profession of faith in Him, my brother, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.
Uh, and y'all may want to take it there, Bishop. Just get down that hole. <laughs> this is going to take a while because I'm going to hold him to the bubble. Stop. You can go and sit down. <laughs> Caleb is a good friend, and uh, I've got to spend a lot of time with him through baseball and other things. What a great example of a, a high school senior who's making this profession of faith. There's so many other things that kids could be doing tonight, especially at Christmas time. Caleb is setting the standard. We joke and we cut up a lot, Caleb, I'm very proud of you, I really am. Proud of your faith, proud you're encouraged to do what you're doing tonight, to be part of this. Instead of being rebellious, you're following the Lord, and that's the most important thing. Amen? In obedience to the great command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and upon your profession of faith in Him, my brother, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Family. 
We're proud of that action tonight, Alan. I pray that that's the way it will be from now on. In obedience to the great command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and upon your profession of faith in Him, my brother, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.
Father, come and see you fix the table. Sometimes, I, I remember growing up where uh, baptism and the Lord's Supper was more like a funeral. You know, everybody's real solemn, and, and it should be a very respectful time, no doubt. But this is not a funeral. This is a celebration. I mean, he tells us through the Scripture that the Lord's Supper is not just looking back and looking inward, but is looking forward to His return. Jesus is not still in the tomb. That's why all 11 of those precious brothers and sisters in Christ are not still in the baptistry. Because they were buried with Christ, but raised in the newness of life. So I'm going to rejoice in that tonight. Boy, I love that. Getting into it. I mean, I'm soaked from here to there. And I didn't even get into baptistry. That's why you, what you call getting into your work, you know. God's Word tells us in Luke verse, uh, chapter 22, the day of unleavened bread came on which the Passover must be sacrificed. And he sent Peter and John saying, go and make ready for us the Passover that we may eat. They said unto him, where wilt thou that we make ready? And he said unto them, behold, when you're entered into the city, there shall meet you a man bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house whereinto he goes. And you shall say unto the master of the house, The teacher saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room furnished. There make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them. And they made ready. The Passover. When the hour was come, he sat down and the apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I shall not eat it until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And received a cup when he had given thanks. He said, Take this, divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I shall not drink from henceforth of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. He took the bread when he had given thanks and broke it and gave to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. And the cup in like manner after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, even that which is poured out for you. But, behold, the hand of him that betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man indeed goes as it hath been determined, but woe unto the man through whom he is betrayed. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Corinth in chapter 11 these words of warning. He said, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. 
For, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many are dead. But if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Tonight, with a, a call of invitation, a call of declaration, a call of dedication, I want us to take the time to examine ourselves. I think this is as vital a part of the Lord's Supper as any. And this is not just taking of the Lord's Supper and not being saved. This is being born again, but not where God wants us to be in our walk with Him. And so before we go any further, we're going to have uh, a song of invitation. I want you all to stand here. And just in the time to just make our hearts right with God, to, to make sure there's nothing unclean or anything that would cause us to be separated from the perfect will of God. Right now, if you need to come, you come to this altar and pray.
different. I don't have a microphone, so I hope I speak loud enough. Keith, can you hear me? You're good to go. If you are a parent of a child who was baptized tonight, will you please stand up? Grandparents is great too. Absolutely, David. joy. It was several years ago that I was able to watch my son uh, following in his profession of faith with believers baptism. But I want to just take a moment and uh, encourage you, parents, grandparents, family, I want to urge you to continue nurturing your child, grandchild. There are many stories of young people who walk the aisle and Pray a prayer and get baptized, and it never take root because it's not lived in the house. And you have a great responsibility to teach them through love, through words, and by example of what a relationship with Christ looks like because you are to live it. And if they don't see <laughs> their family living it, then where is this going to take hold in their life? Now, they're going to hear it at church. They need to see it in their family, in their home. So I want to encourage you and urge you and <coughs> plead with you to take that responsibility for what it is and, and honor God. I mean, this is a beautiful thing we're able to witness tonight. But this isn't the end. This is merely the beginning for them and their new walk in Christ. So show them what that is to look like. Brother Matt read from Luke 22, and I'm just going to take a moment to uh, talk about it as well. You know, they're at Passover, and Passover has pointed forward to the sacrifice of Christ. And now, so they're at Passover, and Jesus is instituting the Last Supper, the Lord's Supper, communion. And it's going to now point backwards to the sacrifice of Christ, which Brother Matt spoke of. But then it's not just the sacrifice of Christ, it's the resurrection of Christ, which we shared in baptism. Um, but just kind of put ourselves in the disciples' shoes for a moment. And Jesus says, in verse 19, he took the bread, he gave thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to them. He said, this is my body, which is given for you. Now Jesus, earlier in his ministry, he took bread, and he did some pretty miraculous things with it, didn't he? I mean, he took five loaves of bread and fed 5,000 men. That number could be more likely 20,000 if we want to count women and children with five loaves of bread. So can you imagine sitting around this table, Jesus taking bread again? What is going on in their mind when he lifts up bread? What do you think is going through their minds? He breaks them. Passes it out. He said, Here, this is my body. What in the world are they thinking? I mean, he's standing right there before them. He said, This is my body, which is given for you. And they still don't comprehend exactly the steps that are about to take place. Now, they've heard him say it, which they've heard a lot of things that he said that they didn't quite grasp the true meaning of. But uh, that's just amazing. That baffles me, and I, I just try to place myself in, 
And here we are, and the disciples were able to walk with Christ and see many, many miracles. And here he says, this is my body, which is given for you. And then shortly thereafter, this body was given for them, for us. So as we go into taking of the bread tonight, let us rightly reflect on what that symbolizes. Jesus, his sacrifice, his work on the cross for us. So, as Brother Matt said, examine ourselves. Are we where we need to be right now to rightly partake of the Lord's Supper? And if any of you still need to repent and ask forgiveness, we give you another opportunity. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you so very much for your work that you did through your son Jesus on the cross for me, for us, for our sins. God, we are not righteous, could never be righteous without the sacrifice of Christ. So Lord, we praise you for what you did on our behalf. Lord, I pray that we can take of communion this evening knowing full well what it symbolizes. Now the bread was your body that was given to us. Thank you, Lord God, for your great grace and the gift of salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. In his name I pray.
everyone been served? Paul speaks of the institution of the Lord's Supper in 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 24. We read, and when he had given thanks, he, Jesus, broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The book of Hebrews is very clear. Jesus is the best. It says he's better than the prophets. He's better than the angels. He's even better than Moses. In chapters 9 and 10, it says that Jesus is the best sacrifice. In chapter 9, he tells us that it's not by the blood of bulls and goats. That's the old covenant. But Jesus issued in the new covenant by his own death. In verse 22 of chapter 9, he says, But without the shedding of blood, there is no remission for sin. And I can't help but think of chapter 53 of Isaiah. When he said, Yet it leads the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief, and thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the, of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. For he shall bear their iniquities. He tells us in this chapter that he was a lamb led to the slaughter. Like sheep, we've all gone astray. And without his blood, we have no hope. And so as we pray before they serve the Jews, thank God. The blood of the Lamb. Amen. That pure, unadulterated, sinless totality of blood shed for the remission of our sins. Our Heavenly Father, God, may your Son be high and lifted up, not only in this place, but in our lives and in our world. Knowing that it is the blood of the Lamb, and only that, that can save the sinner and set the captives free. Lord, thank you for shedding for me. In Jesus' name, amen.
everyone been served? I think we're, we're very blessed in many ways. But as I was sitting there, I, I thought of those two men that Jesus walked with on the road to Emmaus. They talked for a good while as they went down, and they talked of all kinds of things, and they said, why don't you just come and stay with us a little while? As he slipped out of their midst, and it was revealed who he really was, they said, did not our hearts burn within us while he was here? They just caught a little glimpse. You see, the disciples, when they sat in that upper room, did not fully comprehend what was about to happen. If so, Peter would have never denied him. Judas Iscariot surely would not have betrayed him. But we can look back for 2,000 years and know Jesus died for us. That he went to the cross and shed his precious blood. And so, think about that today. In the next couple of weeks, there'll be a lot of toast made, a lot of things. And I want to just raise it and say, here's to Jesus. But the Apostle Paul said, after the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. Maranatha. May the Lord come quickly. I want us to stand together tonight. We're going to sing. The Bible says that after they had partaken of this supper, that they sang a hymn and went out. And so we're going to have a song. And uh, the illustrious Matt Tucker is here to sing us out. Thank <laughs> you.